Hello and welcome to It's Simply Healthy Talk Show with producer Auntie K, where our conversations come alive. I'm your host, Lady B, and it's a pleasure to have you join us today. Now today, I have a very, very, very exciting guest in studio today, and he's a doctor. We're going to let the doctor tell us who he is. Well, my name is Kevin Moss, um, mm. a specialist in internal medicine, mm -hmm. lung diseases, mm. critical care, and sleep medicine. Wow, that's a lot. So today, we are going to be talking about sleep apnea. Doc, can you tell us, what is sleep apnea? Sleep apnea, as the, um, the word says, is sleep and apnea. So this is a problem that, that occurs during sleep. Once the individual is awake, mm -hmm. um, he's fine. But once he falls asleep, um, there is stop breathing episodes, which uh, hold are on, hold apneas. On. You, you said stop breathing? Now, Doc, if I stop breathing, um, <clears throat> I kind of feel like I did there. <laughs> well, you, most people won't die, but um, <laughs> because the periods of stop breathing are uh -huh. brief. Um, okay. When I say brief, it can be 15 seconds, oh. 45 wow. seconds. Um, but yes, yeah, some individuals, because of sleep apnea, can mm -hmm. die in their oh. sleep. Wow. So we also term it um, sleep disordered breathing. So mm -hmm. when the individual is awake, mm -hmm. there are no issues. Right. But once they are asleep, mm -hmm. then they have issues with their breathing. Oh, wow. Um, can you tell us what are some of the common symptoms of this? Okay. So when we look at the symptoms of sleep apnea, we can look at daytime symptoms and nighttime symptoms. Okay. So during the day, um, the individual may just feel tired. Mm. Um, their thought process, I mean, their mm -hmm. concentration mm -hmm. is a little foggy. Um, so it decreases performance in the in the oh. work environment. Okay. Um, they have difficulty in in maintaining their concentration, um, and mm. so their their ability to function is not well. And then when we look at the nighttime symptoms, right? Um, we see that these individuals have issues um, like with snoring, yes. um, choking in their sleep. Oh. Um, they do have pauses in their sleep, um, mm. in their breathing, and so every time there's a pause, mm -hmm. um, their oxygen level would drop. Wow. Okay, and in addition to that, their carbon dioxide, which would be normally expelled, is, you know, it goes up. And because of the drop in the oxygen and mm -hmm. increase in the carbon dioxide, there's something known as vasoconstriction. Mm. So... The blood vessels, they right. get tight. So okay. just think of it. If you have tightening of a blood vessel going to your heart, yes. then it can lead to strain on your heart. Yes. If it's going to your brain, you know, you can have strain to the brain, including uh. strokes. Oh. Um, in the heart also, they have abnormal rhythms okay. of the heart, um, and the heart may stop. And so when the heart stops, you know, these individuals, they may die in their sleep. Mm. Also, um, there's a lot of interruption okay. in the sleep, uh -huh. okay? And because of the interruptions in the sleep, they don't feel rested when they wake up in the morning. So they may wake up with a headache. Hmm. And so overall, it will affect the functioning of the following day. Right. This almost sounds like a lot of us, because a lot of us snore. So are you trying to tell me I have sleep apnea? No, I'm not <laughs> saying that. 
Um, snoring in itself is just a nuisance to the bed partner. <laughs> okay. But sleep apnea is a medical problem mm. because it, um, long term, it leads to a lot of complications. Wow. I know some people that you can be talking to them and the next minute they're sleeping. Is that a part of it? Or? Okay, yes. Um, so because they have interrupted sleep and they're not well rested at night, so the following day um, they are unable to stay awake. Wow. So you may be speaking to an individual the next thing, you know, they're, sleeping. they're snoring and <laughs> they're, I mean, they're out. So, yeah, so it does affect the performance of the in individual the following wow. day. Wow. So, so how is this diagnosed? Okay. So to diagnose sleep apnea, um, we look at the history. Okay. Okay. So we ask about snoring, about feeling tired. Mm -hmm. um, most of these individuals are obese. Okay. okay. So we look... Mm -hmm. And their BMI mm. to see, you know, if it's greater than 30. So right. uh, BMI greater than 30 is considered obese. Um, we look to see if they, they have hypertension. Okay. Um, because we know that's a risk factor and it's often seen in individuals who, mm. um, who do have um, um, sleep apnea. Right. Um, we look at their alertness during the day. Okay. Um, we also look at, you know, how they are performing. In, mm. in the job environment. Um, and then to confirm um, the diagnosis, we we do a test. Okay. A sleep test. Mm -hmm. Okay. We call it a polysomnogram. A poly what? Somnogram. Somnogram. So mm -hmm. what we're looking at, their brain waves. Okay. To see, you know, if they're going through the different stages of mm. sleep, stage N1 to N4, and then REM. REM is a, is a phase yeah. in sleep where, you that. know, you dream. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so when the body is well relaxed, and uh -huh. the mind is still a little active. So, so I don't be well relaxed then because I don't have any dreams like that. Oh, you're abnormal then. <laughs> 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 but normal sleep, no, in normal sleep, um, individuals would go through the different stages of sleep. Mm. And, um, and so we look at the different stages to see if individuals are going through the different stages. We look at their heart okay. in the polysomnogram. Mm -hmm. We want to see the rhythm. Mm -hmm. um, we look at their body position. Mm -hmm. We know that individuals, if they're in the supine, they're on their back, they okay. would, they would snore more. Okay. And also they would choke more. They would stop up. Wow. They'll have more episodes right. of apneas on the back. And so when individuals do have sleep apnea, we encourage them to sleep on their side. Because mm. by sleeping on the side, you align the body in such a way that the breathing passage, the upper airway, is more open. And so it's less chance of them obstructing, of blocking the airway. Is there a particular side or any side works? Any, any side, side works. Because yeah. I'm a side sleeper, so why still snoring? Um, now, snoring can be caused also from nasal issues. Okay. Um, like if you have, like, allergies. allergies. And there's something in, in the nose called um, the terminates, and they can become enlarged. Oh. And so you're blocking, you know, if the passage, the nose is blocked, mm -hmm. then you know, you'll snore. The dog sound like I need to come see you. And then <laughs> also um, some individuals, just you just have a big tongue. Oh, a big tongue. Uh, and yeah. That's a interesting. A big tongue, and so... <laughs> Um, when they relax and the tongue falls back, yeah. it obstructs the upper airway, and oh. so and so they can snore. So snoring in itself is not sleep apnea; it's more of like a nuisance to the person right. who's sleeping with you. <laughs> but but um, when there is complete 
when there's cessation uh-huh. or stop breathing episode, mm-hmm. that's that's a medical issue. Oh wow! Yes, I don't know because um, I try to get my husband to find out if you know record me so I can hear how I'm snoring and all that stuff, and it's just like a little light wheezing sometimes. So. Yeah, so it means very likely you do not have sleep apnea. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sleep apnea, we tend to see more in individuals who are heavy. Heavy, yeah, ah. Who have a, a neck size that's greater than 16.5 yeah. oh, wow. um, inches wow. um, in size. Um, and so um, some individuals, although they are small mm-hmm. in body size, mm-hmm. they may have sleep apnea mm-hmm. because of the, the structure of the chin, the angle of the chin to the neck. Oh. Okay, so if you have a shallow angle, it's it's more likely that when you're relaxed mm-hmm. that you can close off your upper airway. Wow. And that causes sleep apnea. And I, I'm 99.9% sure that you do not have sleep apnea. <laughs> well, we're going to pause right here. And I'm being told that I don't have sleep apnea, y'all. So stay tuned. We will be right back. You're listening to Simply Healthy right here on Word SBC 88.3 FM. Word SBC 88.3 FM is a listener-supported station. In order to improve our services and continue in the work of taking the gospel across the airwaves, we wish to partner with you. If you feel impressed to contribute to this work with your financial support, we invite you to give us a call at 341-4021 or by emailing atpbahamas at gmail.com. You can help the word be a lamp and light in a dark world. We look forward to partnering with you. Welcome back. You're listening to Simply Healthy and in studio we are talking with the doc, Dr. Kevin Moss, and we are discussing sleep apnea. Okay, Dr. Moss, so we, well, we kind of found that I don't have sleep apnea. Mm. <laughs> so I need to know, what are the potential health risks associated with, with sleep apnea? Well, yeah. untreated sleep apnea. Yeah. So sleep apnea can affect an indi- individual from head to toe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so we can, we can um, take that approach. Okay. So in the head, you know, um, some of the complications are like strokes. Yeah. Okay. Um, indivi- individuals can have headaches, mm-hmm. including migraines or worsening, oh. or those who have migraines can have worsening mm-hmm. of their migraines. Okay. Remember, we, we mentioned that um, every time the individual obstructs mm-hmm. the upper airway, mm-hmm. the oxygen level drops right. and the carbon dioxide level goes up. Mm-hmm. So in migraine, it's usually what we call a vascular headache. So okay. imagine if you have va- migraine and those blood vessels constrict, mm-hmm. you know, it'll make your migraine problem worse. Wow. Okay, so in the head, we think about the migraines, we think about the strokes, mm-hmm. um, the headaches, okay? Um, individuals, um, if we look at their, their um, neck, uh-huh. um, the neck tend to be um, wider in circumference. Okay. And, um, and have a propensity to, to close, to, to mm. collapse. And so they have choking. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. they have choking in the neck. If we look at the chest, mm-hmm. um, we look at the heart in particular, it can lead to heart attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, it can lead to arrhythmias, or irregular heartbeat. Wow. And then if the heartbeat is irregular, there's a condition known as atrial fibrillation. Mm-hmm. 
And with atrial fibrillation, um, the top part of the heart is just quivering. It's not pumping oh. um, the blood um, efficiently, and this can lead to heart failure. Oh. Okay, so congestive heart failure would be another complication okay. of sleep apnea. Um, if we look at the lungs, um, it can lead to high blood pressure in the lungs, and this is worse than symptoma than systemic hypertension. Oh. Um, because um, with pulmonary hypertension or hypertension in the lungs, mm-hmm. um, the patient, the individual is in a chronic low oxygen state. Right. So it makes them short of breath. Okay. Um, and their functioning, mm-hmm. you know, becomes impaired. Okay. Mm. Um, right. Pulmonary hypertension can lead to right heart failure. Mm. Okay. The right side of the heart doesn't work. And so they're short of breath all the time. The legs would swell up. Um, they can't carry out the activities of daily living, okay? Um, if we look in the abdomen, um, again, if you look at the gut, right. uh, because of the low flow state in the gut, then you can lead to bowel ischemia. Okay, meaning that um, you can get dead bowel from obstruction of the vessels going to the gut. Mm. Um, in the kidneys, it can lead to kidney failure, Okay. Same issue with circulation. The, the kidney is not getting its vital supply of, of oxygenated blood, blood that is rich in oxygen. Oh. And so it leads to kidney failure. Okay? That's a lot. Um, in men, mm-hmm. if we look at the, um, the groin area, it leads right. to um, um, decreased libido, mm. um, decreased sexual function mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the low... Um, um, circulation to the vital organs, the mm-hmm. genitalia. Mm-hmm. Um, men will have difficulty in maintaining, obtaining and maintaining an erection. And I, and I didn't mention that in the brain, it affects um, the pituitary gland right. because of low flow again. Uh-huh. And so in men, the testosterone level also falls. Wow. Okay, and when the testosterone level falls, um, men tend to put on more weight. Okay. Okay, uh-huh. and then, so it's like a vicious cycle. Right. Um, they put on more weight, they have worsening of their sleep apnea. Wow. Okay, so um, it does affect the, the sex drive, it affects the genitalia. When mm-hmm. we look at the limbs, mm-hmm. um, it leads to low circulation to yeah. the limbs, mm-hmm. and so particularly like in diabetics who are already prone to having um, vascular disease mm-hmm. in their feet, um, it tends to be worse, and so they may end up having... Um, they lose digits in the in the feet. You lose a toe, then you lose part of the foot, and then you lose the leg. Oh man! Again, all because of poor circulation, yeah. um, which can stem from sleep apnea. So sleep apnea really affects the entire, entire body. body from head to toe. Because I've noticed lately that there are some men who are having this blockage in the abdomen. They can't use the bathroom or anything. Is this associated with sleep apnea or that's something else? That's something else. It's more directly, um, but like with the prostate. Okay. As men age, most men age, the prostate will enlarge. Mm -hmm. And because the the prostate sits right near to the passage where the urine comes, it'll block it. And so it starts off where they're just dribbling or having difficulty in voiding. And as the prostate enlarges, then it can block off the passage, and so, so it becomes a problem. So, so what happens when they can't release the other way? Um, what do you in mean? The, in the abdomen, when it's blocked, some they can't use the bathroom, the bathroom. like number two. Okay, yeah, that's not directly related to sleep apnea per okay. se. Right. Yes, 
um, but um, lack of good bowel health. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. Rhythm can lead to constipation, mm. chronic constipation. Okay. There are other things that can cause it, but sleep apnea wouldn't di- directly. Right. That's uh, not like another show I need to call you in for, hey? No. <laughs> well. <laughs> okay, so um, what about lifestyle changes? Can that help with sleep apnea? Yeah, key. Key is um, losing the weight. Losing the weight, number yeah. one, yeah. Yeah, losing the weight. Um, so that means like diet, proper diet and exercise, mm-hmm, okay? Mm-hmm. The more weight that the individual mm-hmm. loses, the better. The better okay? it is for them. Um, we, we haven't spoken about treatment yet, but one of the modalities we use is CPAP, and um, which, you know, you use a, a pressure, we'll get to that, yes. but um, to keep the airways open. Right. So the more weight, the point I'm trying to make mm-hmm. is the more weight that the individual loses, uh-huh. the less the pressure oh. that is required to fix it. Yes. And so that's how we get patients off the treatment. Oh, By okay. losing the weight, mm-hmm. then the pressure required to fix the problem is less, and so we keep coming down and okay. down until they're off. So, so weight loss is very that's important. That's the main, okay, the main so one. diet. Diet. And exercise. Mm. Okay. And then good sleep hygiene. So, you know, you have sleep apnea. You want to try to get to bed on time. Uh, what time okay. is that, Doc? Um, for most individuals, if you can get to bed about 10 o'clock and, you know, and you can get a... The guidelines say a minimum of five hours <laughs> for sleep apnea <laughs> with the machine. Oh. Um, but ideally, you know, you should be getting no less than six hours of, of good sleep in order for proper functioning of the body. But I mean, most young people, and um, eight hours is really ideal. Now, Doxy, I have a problem there because I go to bed like 12, 1 o'clock. No, well, <laughs> the good thing is you realize you have a problem, so that's <laughs> the first step. You realize that you have a problem, then you can fix it, you know. Yes. Um, but um, you really should be getting adequate sleep in yes. order to be able to function, for the body to function um, normally. Wow. Well, we have to pause here again for another break. You're listening to Simply Healthy right here on Word SBC 88.3 FM, and we have Dr. Kevin Moss in the house. We will be right back to let you know a little bit more on how you can deal with sleep apnea. So don't you go anywhere. Don't you touch that dial. We will be right back. Are you looking for a children's radio program? Well, Word SBC 88.3 FM has you covered. Children's Lab is a half-hour program filled with exciting music, fun facts, a great time learning and sharing and growing together. Children's Lab, where learning is possible, airs on Mondays from 4.30 to 5 p.m. with a rebroadcast on Wednesdays from 4.30 to 5 p.m. Come and listen to Auntie Annie, Quinn and Ladybug the Bahamian Explorers, music class with Teacher Kia, Hey Did You Know with Uncle PJ, and The Reading Corner with Aunt Lynn. I'm Davinci Ramming and I love listening to Children's Lab on Word SBC 88.3 FM. Welcome back. You're listening to Simply Healthy, and we are discussing sleep apnea. So, Doc, 
what are the available treatments for sleep apnea? Okay. So the primary um, treatment for sleep apnea is lifestyle, you know, lifestyle, lifestyle. changes, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. um, we sort of mentioned about the dieting right. and exercising mm -hmm. and trying to get to ideal um, body. Sleep. Yeah. Sleep. Yeah. Get good sleep, um, <laughs> have good sleep hy um, hygiene. Yes. But then in terms of modalities that can correct the obstruction, because that's right. the real issue, mm -hmm. obstruction in the upper airway, um, there's a device, um, um, a machine mm -hmm. that's known as a CPAP machine. CPAP. And what CPAP means is continuing continuous positive airway pressure. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so what we are trying to achieve is we're trying to splint the mm -hmm. airway, the upper oh, airway open. Splint. Yeah, meaning that we're trying to keep it open, patent. Okay. So that the individual can breathe okay. in and out freely. Okay. okay? And there are different forms of what we call pop therapy, but CPAP is the most common one that we use. So most most individuals can be corrected with CPAP. Okay. But there's um, other individuals would require something called BiPAP, which assists the individuals with breathing in mm. as well as by as breathing out. Mm. And then there's something called BiPAP ASV that we tend to use more in individuals who have central sleep apnea. Oh, we wow. didn't talk the about that much. Okay. Um, so if we divided sleep apnea into different categories, yes, yes. we can say, or we can say there's the obstructive, mm -hmm. they have central sleep apnea, mm -hmm. or they have a combination. Okay. okay or overlap. Mm. Okay. Most individuals will have obstructive sleep okay. apnea where mm -hmm. there's just obstruction in the upper airway. Okay. But some individuals have central sleep okay. apnea. Mm -hmm. And in central sleep apnea, um, the brain mm -hmm. doesn't send a signal mm. um, to your breathing muscles oh. to tell you to breathe. Oh. And so you stop. You know, Ooh, the individual. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, so the individual just stop breathing, okay? Wow. And then there is complex where complex. there's a little of both okay okay now obstructive may predominate or central mm -hmm. may predominate but these individuals they have both obstructive mm. and central sleep apnea and so we call it overlap syndrome oh. or complex sleep apnea oh, okay sounds very complicated um not so much, but yeah. So, so when I come to you, you put, or that's not me because I don't have <laughs> sleep apnea. So anyone who has sleep apnea, if they come to you, these are one of the machines that you would right. use. Right. So, we'll, so in the study, it will determine um, whether they have obstructive, whether okay. they have um, complex, meaning a combination of both or yeah. predominantly central. Okay. And so um, also during the test, we, we see um, which modality would best correct the individual's mm. problem, okay? So okay. while they're in the lab, um, we we put them on the mach a machine, mm -hmm. the lab machine, and we dial a pressure until we can get mm. them to stop snoring and stop oh. choking, and which form, which modality that corrects them. And that would be the modality that we would use in that particular individual. So, so Doc, you have a whole bed and everything set up in your office to check all of this? How, how, how do you do this? Yeah, so it's like a bedroom. It's a bedroom. With monitors. Okay. Yes. Um, there's a video camera so we can monitor the patient. Okay. 
Uh, we put on EKG lead so mm -hmm. we can see their heart rate, mm -hmm. brain lead so we can see the brain, mm -hmm. a belt on the chest and abdomen so we can see if there's mm -hmm. synchrony in their breathing pattern. There's a pulse oximeter on the finger so we can see the oxygen. How, how long does a process like that take? Um, they usually come in at 9 p.m. 9 p.m.? Um, yeah, at night. So we oh. want to try to simulate um, what happens in their, in their okay. sleep environment. So they come in at 9 by the time they're all connected, you know, it's about mm -hmm. nine thirty or so. Wow. And then um, the test would finish around 5 the following morning. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so I didn't an, know all of that. Yeah, so it's an overnight test. Oh. Okay, so during that testing process, we'll see, like, what type of sleep apnea they have. And then um, we um, correct it and put them mm -hmm. on a machine and see if they need CPAP and what pressure mm -hmm. they would need. Or BiPAP and what pressure to set it at, or BiPAP ESV and what pressure to set it at. That's a process. Yeah. Wow. I'll come to you. I come for a sleepover. A sleepover. <laughs> and and correct the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the, you find that these treatments are effective? Yes. Now, I must admit that um, with most people, it takes a little getting used to because right. remember. Um, they have to wear a mask, whether right. it's a nasal mask mm -hmm. or a face mask. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it takes a little getting used to. Wow. But you, most individuals, you would find once you're correcting their their problem, mm -hmm. and they're able to sleep, they adjust quickly to the mask device. And so because of the quality of sleep and feeling refreshed when they get up the mm -hmm. following day, um, most individuals will be compliant with their therapy device. So if you have someone who has insomnia and takes a while to sleep, like you get them there for nine, do they eventually fall asleep before the 10 o'clock or the right. 11 o'clock? Right. Now, if somebody um, has insomnia, um, we would use like a little sleep aid. Oh, okay. Yeah, to, to relax. Relax and, them. Okay. And chill them to sleep. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Because so <laughs> you'd be there all night. <laughs> yeah, but uh, most individuals, you know, if they have sleep apnea, when they hit that pillow, they're gone sleep right they're away. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> they're gone. The real issue is not falling asleep. Right. It's maintaining the sleep. Ah, yeah. Okay. So, but most individuals with sleep apnea, once they hit the pillow, they're gone. They're gone. Okay. So yeah. they don't have no problems there. No, no. Um, but now, if it's an insomnia issue, that's different. That's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. And um, so once they're asleep and then you and they are on pop therapy, mm -hmm. then you know we help them to maintain the sleep. Oh wow. Yeah. Would there be any side effects from doing this uh, test or any complications? Have you had any of those or everything just went smoothly? Um, most of the tests go smoothly. Okay. I've had an uh, uh, experience once, mm -hmm. you know, in the last so many years I've been on now. <laughs> 20-something, yeah, uh -huh. 23 years. Okay. Yeah, I've had an experience once where an individual had a seizure. Oh. Yeah, but um, they were known to have seizures. Oh, okay. It just so happened that, that night. Wow. And then they had a seizure. But um, the test is very sim simple, um, and it's no, it's non-invasive. Mm -hmm. It's just monitoring. Okay. And then adjusting pressures when, you, when we're doing the titration oh. part of it. Okay, good, and good. So, Side effects, not really, no. Oh, good, good. <laughs> We're almost at the end of our show, but you need to put in a plug here. Tell us where your office is, you know. How can we find you? Okay, so my office is in Palmdale on Montgomery Street. Uh-huh. Uh, number six, Montgomery Street. Mm -hmm. And it's in, the building is called Kevier House. Kevier House? Kevier. 
caviar. Like okay. caviar, like my daughter, caviar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's called caviar house, uh-huh. and um, we have two labs in the building. Okay. Yeah. Sounds good. Listen, guys, if you cannot find Dr. Moss, just call me. I will direct you right to him. So, Dr. Moss, just give us a little uh, take-home advice, tips, or whatever in terms of trying to deal with the sleep apnea or when when do we know we need to come to you okay so um in terms of treatment the the, the best is prevention right Right. so we're going to try to maintain um, healthy body weights okay okay yes um and we do that with our diet and uh, having maintaining an exercise exercise program Mm -hmm. um but if you um already you beast then you got to work on those things yes um and there's help um there's help in 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 treating um and once treatment is initiated then you can work on mm-hmm. the lifestyle issues right. um to get down to ideal body weight because i think um being your ideal weight is really key yes um in most individuals in our setting in the bahamas there are only a few patients who have sleep apnea because of like facial structure mm-hmm. you know like a short chin mm-hmm. um a small face okay. and a narrow structure of the right. neck mm-hmm. majority in our population is because of obesity wow and so um, addressing the issue of obesity mm-hmm. is, is is very important good stuff doc good stuff thank you so much for all the information that we do appreciate i know i appreciate it. i learned some stuff today and we have come to the end of our show But just a reminder, we are here from Mondays 9 to 9.30 a.m., 1 to 1.30 p.m., 7.30 p.m. to 8 p.m. We also rebroadcast on Wednesdays at 9 to 9.30 a.m. And then again on Fridays from 3 to 3.30 p.m. So until next time, remember, God is love. Stay curious, stay informed, and let's keep the conversations alive. I'm Lady B for Word SBC 88.3 FM. It's not complicated, guys. It's simply healthy. 